Here they come! Hello, and welcome to episode 170 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average, or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Ian Marchant to look at the very first episode of Captain Scarlet and the Mistrons, called The Mistrons. If you could be a captain, any captain... What colour would you be, but it can't be a colour that we've already got in the show? Oh, right. Okay. Um, well, being in Wales, I suppose I could be Captain Puce. Puce? That would be a... Puce, that's Welsh for purple. Mm. There isn't a Captain Purple, is there? No, there isn't. No, no, there's no purple. There's a magenta, isn't there? You've got a Captain magenta. magenta. yeah. Um, I don't remember there being magenta in the rainbow, though. No, no. No. Well, what would you be? Um, well... I don't know. Green's my favourite colour, but we've got yep. Lieutenant Green. Could you have a Captain Green? Do you reckon there's a Captain Green so, somewhere yeah. around the world? Well, like, I mean, there must be duplicates, because either that or Spectrum's only got, what, six people in. Mm. Mm. And it's a world organisation. So I reckon there must be, like, Cap- Captain Battleship Grey, you know, Captain Military Grey. There must be a load of Captain Greys and... Just, you know, like Dulux Paint Range, you get that, but it's just mm. different captains. Vermilion, Captain I'll, Vermilion. I'll be, yeah, I'll be Captain Midnight Blue with a hint of apple. Yeah. Yeah, I think Captain Lime. I'll be Captain, Captain Lime. Lime. Good, yeah. All right. Mm. I'll be Captain Lemon then. Captain Lemon and Lime. Yeah, yeah, they share an SPV. Yeah, They'll be like yeah. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, no one else really wants to work with them. Yeah, but, they're out in the boondocks yeah. somewhere where nothing yeah, ever we're happens. Sta- we're stationed in Croydon. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case the Mistrons attack by the back door of Croydon. Yes, yes. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Captain Scarlet. I can't believe Scarlet, it yeah. that th- this show is five years old and this is the very first time we've ever uh, featured Captain Scarlet. So welcome it's along, Ian. Well, thank you. It's been a long time coming, this one, hasn't it? We planned this one, I think, oh. like years ago. At least six months we've been. Yeah, oh, yeah. we've got to do Captain Scarlet soon. We've got to do it. But the other bloody podcasts get in the way, don't it they? It does, yeah. Well, life, you know. But it, and we, we were just sort of saying, it's, it's weird because this whole program is a special effect. Mm. Isn't it? Like, I, I think you said the only, the only real things in it, occasionally you see someone's hand. But other than that, everything's been made. Everything is a special effect. Mm. There's, there's nothing they could just go and film. You know... It, it's weird that this was still considered cheaper to do than than doing it live action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very unusual, but um, I'm I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. I I was trying to think as well. When did I first see Captain Scarlet? Because I was too young to watch it when it was first on. Because um, I was I was born '68, and this is '68, isn't it? I think. I think so. Somewhere yes. In, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, so it's weird because I've always been aware of it. And like as as kids, I mean, I think, again, it was one of those 
programs that entered the public consciousness. And it's like when we were kids, it was like if you did something stupid, like, who do you think you are, Captain Scarlet? Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember everyone knew the SPV, everyone knew Captain Scarlet, everyone knew the um, Spectrum. Dum 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 dum. Yet it wasn't, as far as I'm aware, on telly. It's it's very funny you should say that because I'm older than you and I do remember uh, yeah. when it was out. I mean, it was 67. I just looked in my book. 67, oh, the very first episode. Um, but, yeah, exactly what you say there. I remember, you know, all the uh, the sugar puffs, you know, yeah. the breakfast cereal things. I remember the bubblegum cards, the badges, the toys, etc., etc., etc. But I don't remember watching it. Then. No, it's it's stranger because we all had the SPV dinky mm. and the SPC. I remember having them as kids, and I, I didn't really know what they were other than they were from Captain Scarlet. I'd never really seen. Them. I think I'm, I'm trying to remember when because I must have, I'm, I there must have been a repeat of some of the episodes before like the Channel Five videos and that came out. Um, because I vaguely, I vaguely do recall it. We did have, I think we had some Super 8 versions of it, but it, it's a weird one in that it, I can't remember the first time I saw it. There must have been repeats then in the 70s. There must have been, yeah. At, yeah. at, at some point for you. I, I know I did watch it when it first came out because, um, as I say, you know, I can remember having the SPV. I can yeah. remember just lusting after the MSV and I never got one. Um, and the badges. I, ca I a very clear memory. I've got an incredible, incredibly clear memory of coming home from our local town on the bus, and I had a Captain Scarlet action figure, who was about I don't know three, four inches tall. He was like the bendy version, like the Major Matt Mason version, you know. The, uh, oh, yes, the pedigree yeah. bendy figure, yeah. And, and playing with the uh, the microphone on the cap, yeah. it came down. Um, but I, my, my other abiding memory are the end credits, you know, the music yes. and the, oh, the brilliant song, Ron yeah. Embleton yeah. paintings. The artwork, yeah, they're, they're, they've, they've etched into the consciousness as well, definitely. Um, yeah, saying about toys, because I, I can remember... Because when I was growing up, I was me and my um, the next brother, uh, Tony. We because we were fairly close in age. There's only two years between us. Whenever mum and dad would buy stuff, they would have to buy two things. You know what I mean? So you couldn't just give one of us a present. On birthdays, we we almost got two birthdays a year because the other person had to have it. And I remember one year, Tony got the SPV, the dinky one, and I got the MSV. And I thought I was hard done by. Because I didn't think that, that had much play value. Well, the oh, SPV fired crate. a missile, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it yeah. did. It came with a radioactive crate, but crate, the SPV yeah. could fire a missile, it, and the side door opened yeah, and up and he dropped Captain down. Yeah, had a Scarlet figure in it. And I, so I was really jealous of that. Um, but the other thing I, I remember vividly is I had... And it, it couldn't have been from New, because like I say, we, we, weren't, we weren't that rich as kids, and, and jumble cells were everything. So I imagine it came from a jumble cell. But I had the 12-inch... The Captain Scarlet action man figure mm. um, and I remember we were going I, I, we would we'd go around this block of flats that was by where we lived and somewhere along the way I lost one of was really upset and I, I just remember that now um, I wish I'd kept it I wish mm. I'd kept that action man it's worth, worth a bit now we, no, we didn't cut 
keep anything, <coughs> did we, back then? Stuff was for playing with, yeah. Yeah. Who on earth is going to buy somebody for their birthday or Christmas a, a toy of something and the kid keeps it in the box? Well, we, we, we had a cousin that he was an only child and very, very spoiled. And his mum and dad would buy him one of everything. So he had all the dinkies. Whatever you had, he had it. And he used to keep them in box and you weren't really allowed to, if you went round there, you could look at it, don't touch. And it's such a sad childhood, really. Mm. It's like you're not playing with your toys. No, that, that, that wasn't for me. And, yeah, because you know, we would reenact scenes in the garden and stuff like that um, with the SPV and the MSV. Thunderbird 2, they was always sort of mixed together, weren't they? All the oh, dinkies, yes, yeah. You know, great, Let, great imaginations we had. Let's compare mothers now, shall we? Um, oh, okay. Fair yeah. into this sort of show, has it? <laughs> the, the little you, you sat down, your mum brings yeah. in, she's been to the shop, she's got, uh, you know, another box of breakfast cereal, and it's a breakfast cereal oh, that's like got that. a toy in it. What type of mother was your mother? Were you allowed to tip it all out and get the toy out immediately, or did you have to wait until somebody no, no, reached we, it? We were allowed. In fact, we'd probably have to stop my dad from doing it, getting that toy out immediately. <laughs> because he, he was a big sci-fi fan um and yeah no my my parents were wonderfully liberated in that way it was yeah just have it just have it now uh, yeah but i know some wasn't. parents were like you'll get to it when you get to it that's my mum yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your brother would always you'd come down you know the one day you were two minutes late down for breakfast he's found it that sounds like my brother yep 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 but no we we were because i can remember um when the um Doctor Who Weetabix cards, the first series was on. And we didn't know at the time that you could write to Kellogg's and they would just send you sets of them. So we were trying to complete it. And I can remember we went round to about three different Tesco's buying up Weetabix to try and get to complete the set. And it was like, we must have ended up with so much Weetabix. Um, but no, they were, they were good like that. They Yeah, it's like the same as sort of as soon as you got a present, rip it out the packaging, chuck the packaging away. Mm. You don't want them boxes. That's clutter. No, clutter no, 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 no. We had to wait. Yeah. And another abiding memory I have of Captain Scarlet is I had the Spectrum badge from out of the yeah. breakfast cereal, <laughs> but I wanted the Lieutenant Green. I had oh, a hankering yeah. for Lieutenant yeah. Green. I liked Le Lieutenant Green. I think he's my favourite character in Captain Scarlet back then and now. But it's funny, eh? memory cheats as well. Because he's in that little nifty chair thing... Yeah. which moves up and down the rail, doesn't it? And and yes. really, it's just there because, you know, they were trying to make the puppets more realistic. Therefore, it's quite startling. You watch an episode of Thunderbirds and they do the cliche puppet walking thing where yes. they're bouncing around. In Captain Scarlet, they'll do absolutely everything to avoid showing the yeah. puppets walking. And There's so many moving walkways. In this episode, definitely. In Captain Scarlet, yes. but But... but because Lieutenant Green, most of the time, he's just sat down, and when he does move, he's on that moving chair going up and down. I just had yep. it in my mind for a very, very long time that he couldn't walk, that he was like Professor yeah, X, that he was wheelchair-bound. Yeah. Whereas, in fact, he was just lazy. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Um, that's interesting. So you, you thought he was like Commander Shaw type. Yes, was, yeah, 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 in, in, a, in a little hover chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's All right, we do see him walk. Yeah, we do see him walk. Don't we? He walks about in some of them. Yeah, but but or I'm so in some of them. Yeah, no, I'm so used to um, him just being up on cloud base, sat yeah. in a chair that when he does go on a mission, 
even now it's quite startling to actually see him walking around, yeah. you know, in his natty green leather trench coat. Oh yeah, I like those trench coats. That's something else I suppose we should talk about as well, is is the look of Captain Scarlet. I think it's the it's the best I you know me, I've got such a, a, a huge soft spot for Space Nineteen ninety nine. But I think Captain Scarlet, the look of it is the pinnacle. Mm of uh, Anderson's work better than Thunderbirds in my opinion yes no I totally agree yeah I love the uh, Spectrum uniforms although they never look right in real life I've never yet seen a a person wearing one and it look good right right have you got a book and if you haven't you should get this it's called Captain Scarlet and the Mistrons The Vault it's one of the vault books oh I haven't got that no there's a few of the vaults that I still need to get you should get it 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 is brilliant it is absolutely brilliant And and I used it a lot for reference for today's show but there's a brilliant photo. I'll, I'll find it and I'll put it on Facebook of the band The Spectrum. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, I think you, I've seen that photo of them dressed up. Them dressed up. Yeah. But I wasn't aware until I got this book that the Spectrum outfit is actually based on a real yes. clothing line produced by one of their French designers. I'm flicking through the book now trying to find yeah. it. I think, um, I think saying based on is is, is possibly dodgy it's a direct rip-off of yes yeah it is the same uh, you know it's the same look yeah but i can't see people in the real world wearing that that works in a puppet show i don't think i would want to wear that i i I can't remember which it wasn't versace was it no it was one of those it was somebody um, like that i'm I'm still flicking through the book but but most of the stuff they designed wasn't wearable no it was was it to be honest it, it was for preening on the catwalk Yes. Wasn't it? Well, it was like uh, Rudy Gernreich, didn't he? Design the uh, Moon City costumes for Space 1999. And they're not wearable. No. You know, and, and I think this is the same. I mean, I've seen so many people try and cosplay this and really put a huge amount of effort into it. But there's just something about the puppet look that doesn't match how a human looks in it. It is really strange. Do you think it's the proportions of the face? On it's, the puppets, isn't yeah. it, it? It's still not quite, you know, authentically human. I, I think it could be because they they did actually for the, for the shots where, um, you know, it's a human hand doing something. They did have Spectrum uniforms or mm. parts off to wear, and then you see photos of them. They they just look wrong. Mm. There's something not right about them. But it is it's a brilliant design. Mm. Iconic. There, there, there's I, a very word. Iconic. Yes. It is. It is a perfectly capturing the uh, the mid sixties. Yes. Anything goes type thing in design, doesn't it? It is. It's. Um, it, if you were designing a, a a world police force, you'd either go with the judges and you like mm-hmm. Judge Dredd, or you'd go with these. Either one will do. Yes, yeah. All right, before uh, we crack on and get into yeah. the, the story, um, off the top of your head, where would you place Captain Scarlet in your rankings of Jerry Anderson's shows? Um, I'd say it's second favourite. Space 1999, Captain Scarlet, Thunderbirds. When you and say Space 1999, is that seasons season one, one and two? Oh, yeah. No, 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 season one. I, season two didn't happen. I don't know what you're on about there. There was, there was no season two. Um, no, season one, uh, Space 1999. And this is purely on 
what I'll go and grab to watch. Mm. Um, yeah, Captain Scarlet, I think, is my second favourite. And, and perhaps it's because it's so short an episode. You know, it's like 25-minute, half-hour episodes. You can just grab one and watch. Um, it has its, it has problems in the story structure. I mean, almost fatal problems, but I, I still prefer it. I find Thunderbirds... I know you've been watching a lot of Thunderbirds recently. I find a lot of Thunderbirds quite a slog. Mm. Um, wow, the, that, that's Lou Grade for you, isn't it? Lou Grade, yeah. um, initially, they were going to only be half an hour episodes. Which I think but, they would be improved by that. Yeah, and Lou fair. Grade said no, hour long. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that you get a ton of padding in Thunderbird stories. Yes. Yeah, Captain Scarlet, you generally don't. It's bish, bosh, bash. That's the story, isn't it? There's, there's very little, very little sort of padding or stuff that isn't sort of working to the plot. Mm. Um but yet you also do get a, quite a fair bit of characterization. Mm. Um, but the, yeah, I do. I do think the story structure has issues, right? Sort of right the way down. But certainly as a kid, yo, oh, you weren't you know, aware of you, that. You weren't aware of that. You just you just enjoyed it. Um, I was just thinking because I remember. Do you remember the uh, the the compilation, the American? Mm. compilations where they, they would take like three or four episodes, edit to into film, bung a load of awful special effects on it, change the music and put it onto video rental. Um, and I can remember renting, I think there was two Captain Scarlet ones, but I can remember renting them and just, just being fascinated by this world. Mm. Um, and then Channel 5 started bringing them out, um, you know, I think it was three episodes per cassette. And I started buying them and that was it. It was like, oh, this is just, this mm. is amazing. Do you remember those days when that all happened and um, yeah. old Tony James at Comet Miniatures started bringing in all the old MI kits, started coming yes. in and oh, everything? It was, and... it was amazing because I don't know because I, I wasn't I was a member of Fanderson uh, for for many years, and also I, I one of my favourite fan produced magazines ever, um, which is uh, um, oh, SIG SIG yeah. Um, which I still have every single one. So do I. <laughs> and used to look in there and see these kits, and you'd lust after them. And then, yeah, Tony James started getting them in at, well, to be fair, reasonable-ish prices, mm. certainly prices we could afford. Um, and it was magical to get these. Um, I mean, you've recently, you did a sturge on making a SPV look presentable. Because they were toys, weren't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, 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 they had rocket-firing devices yes, and stuff yeah. like that and wind-up bits and stuff. But, uh, yeah. no, they were glory times, those time, uh, the early yes. 90s, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, I've, I've still got a load of my stuff. I got, I mean, the uh, Captain Scarlet figures, you know, the, uh, the the MI figures. So you've got a little plastic yes. captain plus their vehicle. Um, I remember buying that as a job lot. I think it was 20 quid for the whole set of six from Tony James. And I've still got them. And I, A, the box art is just amazing. But I, I just think there's something magical about them. They, they sum up a, an era when it's almost like we opened our eyes and entered the world, isn't it? Because yeah. everything was very, when we, when we were young, young kids, everything was very parochial, wasn't it? You couldn't, you couldn't watch stuff on telly if it wasn't on. And you only had mm -hmm. three channels. And you couldn't afford to get stuff. I mean, buying stuff from another country, that was madness. Mm. What? You're not going to do that. So when people like Tony James and Fanderson started bringing this stuff in, I'm like, pigs in a skin. So, well, we, we loved it. Yeah. Spent yeah. a fortune on it. 
Yes, lovely times. Lovely times. All right, good days. Yeah. Um, all right, before we uh, talk about um, the very first episode today, yes. something that Chris Bentley in the Vault uh, book pointed out is something that I have never, ever, ever made the connection before. Which yeah. is, um, you know, stuff coming out of his head. <laughs> I thought they were like, you know, errant hairs going straight yeah. upwards. I, I thought it was scratches on my film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, Jerry Anderson would make, yeah. um, I, well, it's virtually two, wasn't it, with Thunderbirds? But he would, he, he would make a series, one season, move on to something. Yes, yeah. Next. Well, that was the way Lou Grade worked, wasn't it? it was, yeah, that is the only way you make, could get the money. Make, yeah, make something, sell it on the hype, and then move on to the next thing. He yeah. really didn't like uh, sticking around for the long haul. Mm. So th- what Chris has pointed out, now I, now, now I know it, I can't unsee it, is when they were wrapping up Thunderbirds and they were looking for their next project and they were deciding where they would go with it thematically and everything... The thing that was big at the time, and I've never, ever made this connection before, the thing on TV at the time that was big was The Man From U.N.C.L.E. Yes. All right? And so when you've got pre-production starting up on Captain Scarlet, you have a dark-haired hero, you have a blonde companion, you've got an elderly white-haired boss, and a secret organization. That is describing Captain Scarlet and The Man From U.N.C.L.E., isn't it? It is, yeah, except, of course, our beloved puppets were slightly less wooden than Robert Vaughan. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right, yeah. I'm just trying to think now, is there any other setup with that sort of dynamic? Man weirdly, you watch it now, and it is terrible theories, but it was huge. Yeah, the whole spy thing, Bond had kicked off the spy mm-hmm. era, and, and the Man from Uncle was massive. Yep. Sort of with massive amount of merchandise it. as well. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it could be. It could be. Because, you know, uh, it, uh, no criticism whatsoever, but Jerry Anderson would borrow from things, mm. you know, um, and, and twist it to his own. But that is interesting. Never thought of Yeah, that, I've never right. made that it's connection. Very, very, it would be a huge coincidence if it wasn't. It's too much to be a yeah. coincidence. And to be fair, Lou Grade was... He was a businessman. He wasn't an artist. He was a businessman. And he would look around and go, what's making money at the moment? Yep. I want a piece of that. So, yep. yeah, could, yep. Yep. could well yep. be. Yep. I wonder if it has it ever come out in any interviews. I can't. I, have, I haven't got the page in the book open yeah. with me at the moment, but that's what he said. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get started. We've been waffling for 22 minutes. So uh... it's as long as the episode. Well, that about completes our patrol, Captain Black. Once again, nothing to report. But those signals we monitored at Spectrum, they must have come from somewhere. Let's just take a look over that ridge, and then we'll return to Earth. Okay, sir. Will you take a look at that? Oh. 
ready to attack. They're obviously hostile. Okay, Lieutenant, let them have it. Survey the wreckage, Lieutenant Dean. Collect a few samples and then return to Earth. I'll go get my spacesuit. Look at that! Shut down motors. Maintain radio silence. Let's get out of here. No. Wait. didn't say i mean you said space 1999 then captain scarlet for the longest time captain scarlet was my favorite but that's it shifted down a second place because ufo was supplanted it but there are many many reasons why captain scarlet is such a love of mine and you know we have an instance right from the get-go you get the century 21 ident which is just classically evocative and then we go into one of the best opening credits of uh, all time, this uh, this long crawl down the uh, the dark alleyway, yeah. while Captain Blue. This, this is unique to j- the very first story, isn't it? Um, where he says the finger is on the trigger, etc., yes. etc. Et well, there, there's there's a few different uh, voiceovers out there on the, the credits, but yeah, this one is unique to the, to, to set up the first episode. Yeah, yeah that the finger is on the trigger. Um, mm. Yeah, and we, I mean, I love that. There's also the, the opening features a cat. Yes. <laughs> um, again, again, though this 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 whole show is slightly problematic in its sort of core basis because Captain Scarlet. So you know, the lights flick on, and then Captain Scarlet gets shot, and it doesn't affect him. But of course, he would die. Yes. In this show, he's 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 not really indestructible, other than. He comes back. He to gets life. better. Still, yeah, he feels the pain. He dies of the wounds. He, yeah, he just gets better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't I'm even have better. one bullet hole. Well, <laughs> yes. No. So again, the, so the first the first scene in the opening credits is a lie. 
Mm. But by God, it's a good one. Lovely yeah. set as well, isn't it? Really oh, it's beautiful. But it's astonishing that this is a children's show. Yes. Where you have our hero being machine gunned, who then retorts by calmly gunning down his assailant. Yeah. Um, I think we've said it many times. I think kids could, or did this? No, I was going to say kids were stronger back then, could take more. So adults knew that kids could take more back then. I think kids can still take it. Kids love a bit of violence. Kids love a bit of grimness. But adults now won't let them. No, no, no. In no, case no. it scars them so Cover, cover their eyes, cover yeah, their ears. Exactly, yeah. Move away. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is also the first uh, the first instance we get of seeing the uh, Spectrum gun. Oh, I love that thing. I love the way there. we get a good example at the end about how each captain has a colour-coded gun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's brilliant it's yep. really good it is brilliant what and is it, it, yeah it also tells you everything you need to know about this program at the beginning doesn't it in the credits yeah which is what a good credit sequence does credit sequence should either be mysterious like doctor who or they tell you the setup of the program like this yeah yeah and it's topped off by more brilliance which is the the classic bom 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 as each letter in captain scarlet flashes up onto the screen Yes, and this this was a again a sort of classic from necessity, and it is because we we sort of forget now with the worlds of streaming and Blu-ray box sets and things like that. But the the whole point of adding that in was to go to adverts, mm. you know, because uh, you because back then if you went to adverts, you would normally have an advert ident come up, yes, so that you know you've gone to adverts because you can go I'm going to go, go and make a cup of tea and then come back. But of course they use this. To, to, to go to adverts and then used it also to go between scenes. Yes. Um, and it, it's so clever. It's, it's iconic, isn't it? It's yep. just amazing. It is a classic. Yeah. And people of a certain age, right? People of our age, if you see someone with, with grey hair, just go up to them and go, bum, 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 now, this is very unusual. After that bit, uh, we open, and, and we've actually got a date. Now, that's very unusual for a yes. Jerry Anderson puppet show. It's 2068, isn't it? Yeah, there, there's a... Because we're used to... Um, Jerry Anderson was almost ahead of the, the curve in multimedia tying everything together. So we were used to sort of the TV21, which tied all these shows together and gave them a date of 2068, mm. remember? But normally they don't really tell you in the programme because it pays to be a bit flexible. Mm. But yeah, we get we get a title card. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're on Mars. Mars 2068. Yeah. And, and there we have the Martian exploration vehicle. Yes. And I love the way in Jerry Anderson puppet shows, everything has to be labelled inside yes. and out. It's so brilliant, yeah. <laughs> uh, it sort of stems, I think, from Batman, doesn't it? Because Batman did it as a joke. Yes. Everything was labelled. And Captain Scarlet, and uh, to be fair, like you say, almost all of Jerry Anderson's puppet shows, they do this. They'll, you just label it. And when you think about it, it's super clever because you don't have to have any explanation dialogue as to what's in it. Yeah. You know, if it's able on it, it says space clock. Yeah, it's a space clock. But uh, also this show, I think, reached the pinnacle for for initials and acronyms, didn't it? Mm. You know, we've got the MEV, SIG, MSV. SIR uh, as well. That's the rare yes, yeah. SIR. Yeah. Yeah, it's very startling this very first episode because yeah. you know Captain Black is such a 
a, a, a classic villain, but to actually see him without yeah, what I call the zombie look. Yeah. He hasn't got his sunken yeah. in dark shadows around his eyes. He hasn't got his stubble yet. He's just a regular Joe who happens to be dressed in black. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that this is a... Because uh, we've seen we've seen the Zero X before on uh, Thunderbirds Argo, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that this exposi- expedition to Mars has a Spectrum captain on it. Mm. What, what's he doing there? What was Black's role? Well, he says, doesn't he, that they, they've been received... Spectrum has received signals or has picked up signals from Mars. So I guess he's going, <laughs> acro- uh, going as a, you know, uh, a representative of Spectrum yeah. just to go along on this expedition to Mars to try and find the source of it. Yeah, I'd like to see Spectrum's uh, legal remit for what they're meant to be doing. Because mm. they... Because for a long for a long period, I sort of just assumed they were made up after the Mistron threat to combat the Mistrons. But of course, they were an existing security force. Yeah, but they haven't been going for long. No. I, I read somewhere they've only been going like I know. I think it's in one of the episodes. It's it's their one year anniversary. Right. Okay. Yeah, later on, and they're going to celebrate, but the champagne is being booby trapped, and uh, yeah. So they yeah they've only been around for a little while. Spectrum. Right. Because um, they, they've got a lot of. A lot of very, very expensive kit that is only really suitable for battling the Mistrons, don't they? Yes. I just, I, I just wonder what they would do in real life. Yes, but the, the, the child you wouldn't wonder that. No, no, oh no. No, no. That's no. um, the beauty of looking back on it. We can pick it to pieces. Oh, and boy, we will, yes. Because also, I mean, you know, um, there are many instances where there are pivotal moments and there's one coming up yes. here which is when um you know they're just about to give up um and black is pivotal because he goes yeah. oh we'll just go over that one more ridge and we'll take a lot uh, look if not we'll go back to earth i mean if they just given up then and there yeah. you would never have had the mistron threat at yeah. all would you it's, it's a, i suppose it's a product of its times but i do love the fact that They've gone to Mars to see what's there, and they're doing it purely in a visual way. What can we see out the window? Yes. It's like, have you got no sort of scanning? And they're almost about or? to give up because yeah. they can't find anything. Yeah. No, no rock snakes this time, are they? No, they must be somewhere else. Um, yeah, we've killed them off by this point. Oh yeah. Um, and but they go over the ridge, and yeah, yep, we have Tupperware a city. Tupperware City, soft focus city. Yeah. Oh. Uh, why? Why do the Mistrons need a city? Uh, wait for behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Wait for behind the scenes. But no, I I think this is fabulous. As I say, this is yeah. like you know mid sixties. Everything's psychedelic. You can't oh, yeah. get a more psychedelic city than that. Those colours, you know. It's um, there's plenty of Vaseline on the screen as well as yes. to make it ethereal. But yeah, it's very very uh, very very sixties colours. Yes. Yeah. Um, and inside, it's just as funky as outside. Yeah. You've got all the clear um, plastic there. Um, looks the, fabulous. Yeah, the inside always reminds me of the inside of the uh, robot from Lost in Space. You remember the episode where they, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the robot was made huge and Dr. Smith and Will have to go inside it? And there's all, lots of all these moving perspex bits. It's just absolute nonsense. None of it looks like it's doing anything. And this is the same. It looks great. Yeah, it's, it's like a... It's like a a child's themed restaurant isn't it you expect that if they pan just to one side you see a ball pit 
Yeah. That's you could see a ball pit in there. But, you know, this is an alien base, yeah, you know, yeah. so it would look alien. I'm glad there's not, you know, any, you know, tape-to-tape machines or or, yes. or anything like that. Nothing conventionally Earth-like. Um, and, and we have the first Mistron voice um, yeah. saying, we... Um, you only ever hear this one voice. You never hear another Mistron talking to that. Do you think they've all got the same voice? Well, wait for behind the scenes oh, again. Right. But yeah, the voice says, we must welcome them. We yeah. will take a closer look. Later on in, in other stories, they can see everything that's going on on Earth. I don't know why they have to get this little telescope thing pop yeah, up. Yeah, again, this is where the actual premise of the show sort of falls apart a bit. And it? it's because the Mistrons at this point know nothing about earth but literally minutes later in the time they know everything about earth they know yeah. that there's an earth president they know what his schedule is they know what he's doing ah, but um, you could yeah. explain that by saying they've got all that information out of captain black's captain mind black. yeah it could be do you reckon that's why he ended up a zombie because they because he's not a mistron he's not a mistron just, again yeah. i've forgotten that i thought i thought in a minute the uh, mev gets blown up no, no, he's he's literally, he just they say he disappeared when they landed. He is he is unlike Captain Scarlet, who is a Mistron. Captain Black is a human. Yes, yeah, yeah. but he's the one who looks like a zombie. Captain yeah. Scarlet is the zombie. He's the Walking Dead, isn't he? But yeah. um, it's it's Black who looks like he is. All right, pivotal moment number two. Yes. Captain yeah. Black decides that uh, they're going to get it's a that, gun. That, that, <laughs> getting ready to attack. So open fire, yeah. <laughs> boy. That 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 podgy little MEV vehicle. Don't I pack a punch? No, yeah, yeah. We're we're going to do an exploration vehicle for the peaceful exploration of Mars. Can we have a cannon on it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and Fine. boy, doesn't it blow that city up. You fair yeah. see the table, the, uh, the, the the miniatures on... Uh... Oh, it, it, the whole thing, <laughs> yeah, is lifted up by that explosion. Yeah, Derek um, Meddings and co, yeah. they liked their uh, explosives, didn't they? They did. And, and wonderfully, again, for a, a kids' programme, and unlike... We're sort of, say, Doctor Who... There, you know, it, it it started off being done by the children's department. It was never really aimed at kids. This is Jerry Anderson stuff was aimed at kids. Mm. It had an adult audience, but for a kids show to have almost sympathetic bad guys because they've got every reason for what they do. Mm. They showed that it was blacks jumping, you know, jumping the gun literally um, that caused all this. Um, the Earth attacked first, yeah, and that's unusual for a kids show, because normally you want you want the bad guys to be pure bad guys. Could com- compare and contrast to the, you know, Zelda in the Terror Hawks, mm. who is out and out cackling witch evil. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this about this that yeah the the Mistrons are right. Mm. Yeah. Um, before they say all that, though, they rebuild the city. This tower opens yes. up, doesn't it? And it and it re- rebuilds the city. Um, and they have yeah, the power of what is it? Retro metabolism. Yes, that's the one. Yep. We are peaceful beings, they say, <laughs> but you're yep. going to pay for your aggression. All life on Earth is going to be destroyed. But surely, if they are peaceful beings and they know that you know the the occupants of this little blue vehicle that's on the ridge above them did it punish them you don't have to punish the whole planet what are they punishing 
No one's lost their life. They're indestructible. I was going to say that. Yeah. Their building has been... Re- it would be like going to war with someone because they knocked over your garden gnome. You know, I just put You're it easily up. replaceable yes, garden Exactly, gnome. yeah. Um, and I wonder if that was <clears throat> partly because of, obviously, the you know, children's show and that sort of thing. <clears throat> but it, it would have probably made more sense had had there been some cost to the Mysterons. Mm. You know, like blowing it up blew up something of value to them or, you know, that they can only retro-metabolise certain things and, you know, their leader couldn't. Or, but, yeah, it's, always, it's like there's no consequence to the Mysterons whatsoever. No. We're going to wipe out all life on Earth. Yeah, a bit of an overreaction. But... Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know how it's happening, but... We keep cutting back to Captain Black, and he now has got the dark circles under his yes. eyes. He's got the five o'clock shadow. He's looking like a villain now. So they they are yeah. obviously have taken him over somehow. Well, well, yeah. So so another problem with this this premise is that they can obviously take over people from a distance. Why do they need to kill them to recreate mm-hmm. them as? as uh, Mysterons, when they could just take people over. Maybe it's why, because why Black's on Mars. Yeah. Do you reckon oh, so they, they can only take people over at a certain distance? Yeah, close up you can thing. take someone over without having to kill yeah. them first, maybe. Because they never use this uh, again, do they? they no, never, no. They never take over a human again. No, you have to kill first. Yes. Yeah. But they say they're going to kill the world president. That's going to be their first... They say that the, the, their retaliation is going to be slow and the first thing that they're going to do is kill the world slow. president. They're not kidding, are they? Slow. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's the long game and then there's blimey. Um, yeah, they, and I love the fact that... So this, become, this is part of the format of the show, that they telegraph what they're going to do, don't they? Mm. You'd think after the first two or three times that they're thwarted, they're going, do you know what, let's not tell them. Well, let's tell them, let's lie to them. Just give a, a cryptic yeah. clue. They do in a couple of places. They talk yes, about, you know, um, the place of the angels and it takes them pretty much the whole 20 <laughs> minutes to work out that they're talking yeah. about Los Angeles and things like that. But no, we're going to kill the world president. Yeah, they might as well have said we're going to assassinate the world president. On the 12th of July, we're going to do this, this, this. and this. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I understand that it's meant to be a war of nerves, isn't it? Yes. But if they tell everyone this and then carry it out, people will be terrified. But why? Because they, they want to kill everyone. Hmm. So why bother scaring them? Yeah. Um, cut to Cloud Base, the first yes. time we ever see Cloud Base. The, cloud base yeah. the fantastic Cloud Not Base. Not very aerodynamic, is it? No. And, uh, and we're introduced in turn to Colonel White, um, yep. Lieutenant Green. And, and Cloud Base, was, this was long before the uh, MCU had their floating... Yes. Hover bases. Oh, I don't know. I think it's about the same time. No, in in yeah. in Marvel comics, you had Shield oh, okay. with its heli carriers. So yeah, that that was all around about this time. So it could have been a bit of a riff on that, I suppose. Um, mm, be, yeah. yeah. Um, we see the angels. We see their very Thunderbird-style way of get, getting up and into their vehicles. Yes. Um, What's your thoughts on the on the angels? The, the angel characters, or the oh, well, the interceptors. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I like them. Um, that, not that my... was another piece of merchandise that everyone had. And was what the airfix kit? Yeah, the airfix kit. It was very very readily available. It was 
as one of the few FX kits that was available almost from launch date, uh, no pun intended, to when FX went belly up. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I had loads of them. Did you know? Did, did you know? Yeah, it's Airfix that came up with the term interceptor. Uh, really? then, that, then they're not called interceptors at all. Oh, never no. in the show. That's just a uh, part a of the thing, yeah. the marketing thing from no, Airfix. I didn't yeah. know that. Hmm. Okay. Um, we are also introduced to the SPV for the first time yes. um, because we've got Captain Scarlet in it with Captain yes. Brown. Yeah, Captain Brown. He, he 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 didn't luck out, did he, Captain Brown? No, I mean we've got we've got an ochre, haven't we? Can't yeah. you ca- and a fawn? Can't can't you have like come up with russet or yeah, you know, torp or something like that? Captain Torp is better than Captain Brown. Yeah, Captain Brown. Captain Skidmark, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, what is startling watching this first episode is is to find out that Captain Brown is actually. Their top agent. Um, he's well, he's the best. I don't get this. No, they're in the SPC, aren't they? They're not in the SPV. They're in the SPC. No, they're in the so SPV. Oh no, SPC. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, SPC. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, too many, too many acronyms. Um, yeah, I, I love this. They go, uh, Captain Brown, Spectrum's top agent. It's his first job. <laughs> yes, yes but, Spe- but Spectrum's only new. It's less than a year old. But you, you wouldn't, you can't say, I mean, you can't say he's their top agent if he's not done anything. True, true. It's his first day on the job. What's worse than that? Talk about putting pressure on him. Yeah. What's worse than that is Captain Scarlet becomes their best yeah. agent because he's indestructible for no other reason. Yeah. Just well, that. We, we rapidly learn watching this program that almost everyone involved with spectrum is an absolute idiot <laughs> don't we they they're, they're absolute chumps because once captain scarlet is indestructible there's episodes where they're going we need someone that that's going to die it's a suicide mission could we ask captain scarlet he's indestructible yes yeah, yeah. and like in some episodes captain will go there goes a brave man we'll never see him again He's been killed eight times this week. Yes, and the audience will know see him that. Again. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And my favourite ever one. And this, this was a, this was an occurring theme on a lot of shows. So it must have been like a, you know, a, almost a, a, a trope at that point. It was uh, in one episode, Captain Scarlet runs up a few gambling debts, and they sack him. He's an indestructible man <laughs> who saved the planet eighty-three times. And you're going to sack him over a, a minor mm. rule breaking. <laughs> oh, the idiots! You're all idiots. Blimey! Um, this is a peculiar. What happens next? We get a colour change, don't we? Yes. The, well, this this was going to be an ongoing thing, wasn't it? But that that you could tell when the Mistron presence is there because the screen goes black and white. Um, but they only ever use it in this episode, and I, I'm thankful for that because it's a bit too a, a much of a giveaway, and it's like. Who's the Mistron agent? Well, it's the guy over there in black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit obvious. But I, I can remember for a long time when I got my... Um, I know what you're going to say. I thought it was a fault. So did I, yes. Yeah, did you? Yeah. I, yeah. How many tapes must have been taken back to Woolies? Because the screen goes sort of like an odd pink. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. when back back when we had cathode ray TVs and yes and t- yeah if one of the guns would go or, or yeah. two of the guns and all you're left with yeah. is like the the red or the blue yeah. or something yeah 
it, it's very strange. And then the tire blows out, and it boom straight back into color. It's quite jarring. It's a good yeah. sequence, though. Oh, it's terrific! That that the model work of it yeah. going off the cliff in Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds. You've got lots of these windy roads by a cliff with hardly yes. any barriers. And Do it, you? It, it yeah, the, the health and safety is gone, isn't it? Um, and the other thing, especially with with Anderson shows and Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds in in thing, is by twenty sixty eight. There's nothing on the roads. No. No other traffic no. ever. That aerial shot we're going to see yeah. in a minute, looking down when they've stolen the car. No yeah. other vehicles at all. Yeah, ab- absolutely, uh, completely empty. Um, they didn't predict heavy traffic, did they? No, <laughs> really. no. Um, what's your views on the uh, the SPC? I think almost always my favourite. I love that red car. No, I prefer the SPV. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I... I love the SPV, but I think the SPC. I'd love one, wouldn't you? Little estate car. You could do the shop. You couldn't do the shopping in the SPV, but you could. In, True. If you know, you'd never get under the barrier. If I had a full size SPC, <coughs> I would want in the back a a dummy recreation. Do you remember it had like a a spark thing? So yes, as you yeah, pushed it along, it created generator. sparks. I want a spark generator in the back. Yeah. You know. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, a lot of my cars have had similar. Yes, that's your old <laughs> Avenger, around. isn't it? it yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go around the corner and the wheels would spark. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I love this car. I think it's great. Um, one of my faves. Mm. My fav- I think one of my favourite designs, really. Okay, all right. Well, they're both dead, aren't they? Both Captain yes. Brown yeah. and uh, Captain Scarlet are dead. Um, First day on the job. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Scarlet is is bloodied. Brown yeah. isn't. Um, but Scarlet is, and he's pulled away by somebody, and then the camera pans up, and we've got the Mistron version of Captain Scarlet. Yes. So, of course, Captain Scarlet now, the Captain Scarlet he's when dead, he becomes yeah. a good guy, that's not the real Captain Scarlet. This is a duplicate, isn't it? The real yeah, Captain Scarlet Cap- is dead. Well, it's always called Captain Scarlet and the Mistrons. It should be Captain Scarlet is a Mistron. Mm. Yeah, he's the, cap- the, the real Captain Scarlet's dead. Again, very unusual for it. Uh, a kids show especially this sort of show um yeah the hero's dead he mm. died he didn't even get to the adventure no. he died in a road traffic accident on the way yes i don't know how the mistrons can blow out a tire like that but uh, they do um and and uh, this is the thing if the mistrons can blow out a tire why can't they just give the world president an embolism yeah or something well, like I, that i like to think that had the camera panned round sat in the bushes was captain black with a telescopic rifle yeah, or a blow dart. Smile. Yeah, with a wise smile, honestly. What if it was unconnected and they'd just gone to um, a shoddy quick fit and, <laughs> and had a, a, a retread yes. in their tyre, could they? Uh, mm. All right, we've got some nice model work now of two yeah, SPVs yeah. escorting an MSV. Uh, with yep. the president inside, and it's it's lovely. This uh, this uh, the uh, city route that they take, all the buildings, the roads. We get aerial shots, don't we? We see the helicopter flying over. We see yep. the angels. We've got armed guards up on the roofs. I yep. don't like these uh, spectrum agents that that haven't been designated a colour, so they wear like white and gold. Yeah, we've run out. We've run out of ideas for colours, so. Their, their secondary personnel. Um, Anderson was very good at um, episode one, throw everything you've got to hook the viewer in it. So we see every bit of Spectrum kit. Yes. Everything in this one is great. And like you say, that, that I mean, I think it was their sort of standing Thunderbirds New York setting, wasn't mm. it? Uh, uh, they had this like metropolitan model. 
great. It's so wonderful. Was that Derek Meddings? Or... Oh, it's Derek Meddings. Absolutely, yeah. it's Derek Meddings. Cool. Yep. Um, <coughs> and then we've got we reached this maximum security building, and we've got we mentioned it earlier the nifty moving walkway. Yes. Yeah. Lazy buggers. Yeah. Yeah, lazy buggers. There is totally, it's incredibly rare in Captain Scarlet where you see anybody walking. You'll see it, them turn to move. It's a static show, yeah. Because, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Thunderbirds is patently a puppet show with their yeah. oversized heads. And, you know, because of that, you know, you just have them doing that bouncy puppet walk, okay? But, but Can you but, imagine Scarlet doing that walk? No, that and this is the thing, you know, uh, special effects had, had moved on. They've, they've been able to miniaturise the, uh, the little solenoid that fitted yeah. in the head. Oh, no, it wasn't in the head anymore, was it? The solenoid was no, now yeah. in the body. That's why the Thunderbirds and Stingray and Fireball XL5 heads were so large was because the solenoid to operate the mouth and the eyes was in the head but with captain scarlet they could miniaturize it put it in the body which means you could make the puppets much more realistic proportionally and because you've got that more realism in proportions of the puppets you can't then have a puppet bouncing around doing this you know pinky and perky style walking can you yeah it also it it sort of accounts as well for the 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 less mobile head because you watch thunderbirds and that head is vaguely attached to the body and it's you know it's like say bobbing about all over the place Mm. yeah the the heads in in scarlet barely move Mm. yeah they can they can turn left and right and that's sort of about it yeah yeah so yeah um we have all these elaborate uh security procedures that they got to go through again very startling to see captain brown set off the security alarm but it's his cigarette case yeah. uh, it just keeps it. it keeps it in his pocket mm. we do see that that pocket is a functional pocket yes yeah yeah yep. and and they go in this lift which goes way 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 underground and yep. uh yeah and then captain brown blows up I don't well, he know. He smoking, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, his smoking jacket he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's got some explosive secreted somewhere around him, which they surmise then triggered a bigger bomb because bloody hell, yeah. that building blows up. Yes. Yeah. They, and again, it's, it's quite a weird script leap to go. We think, it, yeah, we think it triggered a bigger problem that was planted there earlier rather than just go... He, he blew up through some alien means. Mm. So it's weird that they can, that the Mistrons can, um, can, can cause, you know, recreate a body, recreate all the thoughts, can make it blow up, but just not quite blow up enough. Mm. <laughs> but you need, you need some boring old uh, C4 hidden about somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, it's a massive explosion. It's yeah. huge. So R.I.P. Captain Brown. Do you reckon somebody else is given the mantle of Captain Brown when an agent, when a captain dies, somebody else so. takes they over? Might, they, yeah, they must have to use because they're code names, aren't they? They're, they're not, yes. Yeah. You know, they're not connected. So I, I reckon the next Captain Scarlet that made the grade was like, "You're you're now Captain Brown. Here's your uniform. You might want to get it dry cleaned." <laughs> Uh, do you think the agents actually have a cho- choice in what colour they I, choose? Who gives you know, them their I colours? Put, I put that in my notes. Is there is there like a, a hierarchy? Is is some colours better than others? 
And how do you choose? Do you get a choice? Is it like, you know, in um, Reservoir Dogs where they're arguing over the names? I reckon. Do you think, at, yeah, <laughs> do you think at the like at the, the Spectrum Passing Out College when they're handing out names, it's like, and you are Captain Pink. Oh, that would be I, very be funny Red, if you've yeah. got arguments. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, why haven't we got Captain Red? What's wrong with Captain Red? Why does it have I to be Scarlet? I, I, wasn't there a Captain Scarlet, a pirate film? There was, yeah, which used to annoy me as a, as a kid because you'd see it on Channel 4 in Radio Times. Captain Scarlet, a film! And you'd watch it, and yeah, it's like some swashbuckling Errol Flynn thing. Um, I don't know, perhaps Scarlet is more, yeah, because you've got the Scarlet Pimpernel. Mm. Perhaps it's just a bit more romantic or, you know, the Red, Captain Red. Yeah. I'm just flicking through this book, and it's got uh, the biogs on all the captains. Captain Brown's not mentioned. He's well, sir not appearing in this job. thing. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Straight out of the academy, boom boom. Yeah. Mm. Literally. Boom, what do you boom. think that pocket's for? If he kept his cigars in it, what do you think that part, do you think that was put on the uniform specially so that the captains could keep their roll-ups in it? Well, maybe, but but yeah. shortly, Captain Blue is going to produce his ID card. That's so true, yeah. maybe it's your ID I, card that, holder. And that that I love that scene. I love that scene because he rolls up in a, a Spectrum car, in a Spectrum uniform. <laughs> and the thing that clinches it, he's got a bit of printed card. Yes. Because if you've, if you've managed to get all the other stuff, you probably could get that card as well. But the guard's like, yeah, oh, that's good enough for me, Captain Blue. This happens all the way through yeah. in Captain Scarlet, yeah, where they, they just th- produce this so easy to forge yeah. ID card. I reckon we could knock one up in about three minutes, couldn't we? It's You'd get that on Etsy, yeah. no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the proof. <laughs> yes. Um, we find out from Colonel White that Captain Black has vanished yes. upon his return. So I, I always just had it that the MEV blew up, but no. Um, yeah. and See, the memory cheats. Right? Yep. Captain Scarlet, who of course is a bad guy, but pretending yes. to be a good guy, um, he's given the job of taking the president to London. Um, and off they go, as you say, they, they've got every bit of hardware, Spectrum yeah. hardware in this first episode. So we've got the Spectrum passenger jet now, haven't we? Yes. Which I, I've still got one to make up. I've got my, in my kit downstairs. They are worth so much now. There was a time about 20 years ago when we were going off to the drone events where you could pick yeah. up all the MI kits for, for nothing. Pennies, and the one yeah. that I always wanted was the MI helicopter. But you cannot get that for less than about a hundred quid now. Yeah, no, they, they've they've leapt in price. Um, I'm I'm hoping they might get a re-release like the Thunderbirds kits have. But saying that, they're bloody expensive as well, even though they're re-releases. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I picked it up. I got it on eBay about three or four years ago. I this is the jet. Tenor. This is the jet. Yeah, and I I've never got around to um, never got around to making it. I think it's a pretty good yeah. one. I think it's pretty accurate, the that, that model. Um, all right, so they find Captain Brown's dead body um, at the crash site. They don't yeah. find Scarlet's, so I don't know what... Because that that's something we don't see. I mean, when, when Captain Scarlet, you know, is dragged away and we've got the Mistron Captain Scarlet, presumably the Mistron Captain Brown is there as well. Yeah. And they go well, off together. Yeah, because they obviously they hide Captain Scarlet's real dead body, but why don't they hide Captain Brown? Maybe Captain Brown didn't hide it as 
good as he should have done. Of course, now now he's Captain Brown Bread, isn't he? But... Mm. Oh, very good. Yep. Uh, so they find his body. Colonel White orders, you know, yep. Captain Scarlet to return. He refuses to do so. Destiny what Angel. What was he hoping for there? <laughs> no, no, wait. What would have happened if Des- cop governor? Yeah, because yeah, they can't just blow him out the sky. He's got the president no, on he's board. I, again, it's quite startling. This is a children's show when the president tries to take over the radio. Yeah, um, yeah he's given a bloody mouth by um, yep. Scarlet, isn't he? I, yeah, I love this. I know they did it a few times in Thunderbirds, but they do it much more in Scarlet, where they would have different faces with different expressions on. Mm. Um, and it, it works really well because you're so used to just this blank expression. And when they do cut to one of the other heads like that when he slaps it, it is jarring it's like yeah Ooh. yeah yeah you know i don't mind you blowing up the world but don't slap people <laughs> so they eject and, and yes. we shortly find out that they've stolen a car and we have got this brilliant tabletop miniature look yes, the camera's looking straight down at it i mean it can't be very big that car when it does move looks like it's very small it looks like it might yeah. be one of the little um, matchbox cars that they use yeah it's, it's, Hot i reckon wheels. it's gonna be ma- matchbox or at best scale strict sort of size and it? it is small um it's not at all with jerry anderson it's weird it's not at all believable you never look at it and go that's real but but we're in a puppet show yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. buy it if you had had a scene like that in like ufo yeah, you would have gone, oh. Oh, yeah, and, and there are mo- moments in yeah. UFO where there are some of the effects things, it, and it takes you out completely. Yeah. You, you you haven't got any suspension of disbelief because you're watching a live-action show, you know? Yeah, with this, the whole world is fake. And it's amazing how quickly you go, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then we have the scene where, yeah, as you say, Captain Blue, dressed in a Spectrum outfit, dressed you know, <laughs> turns up and requests yeah. the uh, <coughs> the SPV now we find out that you know th- th- presumably throughout the world spectrum have hidden these SPVs yes in 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 places Which, with an agent who's just sat there yeah. on the off chance yeah. somebody what, might does come he along just sit there all day cuz why are they hiding them well, well, it's not like this is a, a secret organisation. If yeah. this was Shadow, I'd go, okay, I can see that. But this is... Why are they hiding them? Why not just have a, a, a Spectrum facility? Yes, and, you know, this is a very re- relatively recent thing, the Mistron threat. Yeah. So, so, But they've been hiding them all along. Yeah, so, so throughout the country... I mean, I wonder how many SPVs are scattered throughout the country or even the world... And like you say, is there just someone sat there? What do they do in the, when nothing's happening in their district? Yeah. Just sat there going, I wonder if someone would turn up today. And and, and why hide it in a removal van? Yeah, yeah. Would you, if you were that guy, would you would you use the SPV yourself? You could go, I'm going to Tesco's in it. I'm going to go, I'm going to well, he seems to admire it. I mean, we have that terrible yeah. bit of exposition when he says about, oh, it must be tricky yeah. facing backwards while you're driving forwards, only being able to see by using a TV monitor. Yeah. Um, that's a terrible line. <coughs> but yeah, what does this guy do? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I mean, Spectrum, when you think about it, it's got to be, an, it's, it's, a cash, it's a cash drain, isn't it? Mm. All these people doing nothing, all this equipment just sat around. And and, and, and this occasionally used by six people. Yeah, and the way the the way the SPV comes out is yeah. you've got all these explosive bolts that, that Yeah, that you fire can't up. put it back in very easily. But you can just put it in a garage. Yes. Just put put it on a forecourt. You're all right. It's a tank for goodness sake. Yeah. No one's gonna vandalise it. 
Um, although saying that, I used to look forward to this sequence in episodes. Like, when are they going to get the SPV? What's it going to be this week? And uh, do you remember the uh, SPV hidden model where it was hidden in a truck? No, I think it's this. I think it's the removal van, isn't it? Or is it, it what was it, a truck? You're right, yeah, it's a removal van. And you'd press a button on the top and it would fold down. Yeah. And you got a little app, sort of out of scale SPV in it. Uh, Yeah, that was great. I used to have that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, we find out that, um, you know, Scarlet and the world president are on the M21 heading towards um, London. There is no such thing, at least in 2022, as the M21. But Yeah. mm. I mean... I'm sort of, I can understand them doing that because if they'd have said it's like the M25 or something, no way is it that empty. No. You, you know the M25 well. Oh, oh <laughs> he would have hit a traffic jam and that would have been the end of their Because that's, that, that's roughly yeah. where they are because they, that, that, that's <laughs> to the southwest of London, 60 miles yeah. away. So they, they're going up kind of like where Windsor is. That's yeah. the way well, they're approaching L- London. London in 2068 is still very much like London was in 1968, isn't it? It's, yeah. You've got a lot of A roads, not you, many motorways, and hardly any cars. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. but they're, they're yeah they they they're heading towards um, car view, which I think is just wonderful. What a what a weird weird uh, thing! It's almost a folly, isn't it? They've built this this tower that's miles high that can hold six cars. Yes, <laughs> for people to look out over London. You've on. got this amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazing piece of architecture. Um, yeah. And but but you have to go re- down, up this spiral ramp yeah. for about two no, hours. There's not a down lane. Yeah, no, there there's is. If you look, no, 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 no. If you look carefully, it is two oh, lanes. Is it two lanes? But yeah. you would have to very carefully yeah. drive past any car coming back down. But yeah, your ultimate destination is one of three pads. Yeah. At the time, okay, fantastic views of London, but. I wouldn't want to go up there. No, I wouldn't. The wind must be shocking. How many people got blown off of Carview <laughs> Tower? Yep. Uh, we also find out that the Mistrons somehow have managed to uh, control a Spectrum helicopter. Yes. Which is coming in. Um, so they don't actually need people to to pilot vehicles at all. No, again, their their, their powers are quite nebulous, aren't they? So, yeah, if they can, if they can take control of of uh, vehicles because presumably they've destroyed the spectrum helicopter and then used retro metabolism to rebuild one or to build a copy of it mm. um why why can't they just do that with i don't know an atomic bomb or something yes yeah so just have someone drive it in yeah but it's war of nerves though isn't it yeah that's yeah, true yeah so yeah scarlet and the president they get to the top uh scarlet yeah. gets his orders from captain black um, and that to move out onto this structure that this whacking great big uh, radar dish is attached to and await pickup from the helicopter. Where, why are they taking the president away? What are they going to do they, with the president? They wanted to kill him, didn't they? Yeah. They, they said, we're going to kill him. Just push him off the tower. Well, why didn't, Charlotte can the, do that now. Yeah. Why didn't... Do, do they want to do it... Is it like um, a terrorist act? They want to do it where people are watching or... Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, we never really find out, but yeah, they're they're now more trying to kidnap him than to kill him. Yes, yeah. Um... Sorry, go on. No, I thought you were going to say something. Was... No, no, no. I thought you. Could... I thought. Oh no, it's gone. No, no, no. I was the waiting for. Gone. No, I was waiting for the next the bit. Runs. Yeah. No, that's when Captain Blue arrives in the SPV yeah. and he orders the helicopter to come in and kill Captain Scarlet. Yeah. Um, and he puts on his nifty little jetpack thing. 
that they all have. Um, yes. I always like his when... Little, his little helmet. And his little helmet colour-coded again. Um, that's a good point. Where did that uh, helmet come from? He, was that yeah, in the did, SPV? Well, do they have one of every colour helmet? They must SPV. do. There must be a rack in there with a helmet of each colour. This could be even worse than we thought for wasting taxpayers' money. So does that mean that not only are there SPVs strewn about the country, there's multiple SPVs, one per range. So if, say this, say there had been Captain Magenta on this mission, would he have gone to a different SPV? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. This is, they're just, they're, well, this is a tax write-off, isn't it? Someone, someone's <laughs> embezzling money from this organisation. <laughs> I do like the that that shot where you've got the 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 miniature of the SPV and they've gone yeah. to the trouble of making a little plasticine Captain Blue, so you yeah. can see him alongside the SPV when he takes off. They were always made in plasticine. It was the same on Thunderbirds. Whenever you saw um, you know anyone going down on the settee to go to Thunderbird Three, you always had a little plasticine yeah, brains, yeah. didn't you? Well, it was the, it was great stuff for doing that, wasn't it? You could yeah, it up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so the helicopter comes in, opens fire on yeah. Captain Blue. Lovely model work. Oh, I um, love the machine guns in Captain Scarlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the hits on the flat. surface and everything. Um, the backdrop of London's not too uh, no, too it's convincing. Got a few wrinkles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we're not looking at that. And, uh, and again, uh, we wouldn't have seen it. No, no, no. I'm watching it on that fantastic yeah. Blu-ray, and uh, yeah, we didn't have that sort of quality back then. Um, and uh, you know. Derek Meddings and and his boys, you know, they were real craftsmen. They could do their stuff, and and the attention to detail is, is excellent because when you've got Captain Blue sheltering on the underside of Carview, you've got a ledge there, and you've actually got like pigeon poo and yeah. everything. You know, they've gone to the trouble of dirtying everything down. You know, yeah, it's the the uh, the attention to detail is great. Mm. It's what makes these shows. Isn't yep. So the helicopter is is hit by destiny. Yep. It crashes into the car view, which starts to topple. Yep. And Again, that it's a bad design car view, isn't it? It is it's rather top to heavy. Yes, yeah. yeah. And we have the shootout with their, you know, nifty yep. um, color coded guns. You say about, you know, there are alternative faces which they use from yep. time to time. This is what I don't like, and this is going to have to be reflected in my votes on on the effects of this episode. Is is Scarlet's face when he's shot? Really, I like that. I like no, <laughs> I no, it's it's it, it's laughable. It is too extreme. It's too caricature. Do, do you think it it's too extreme because of we're used to just the blank face Scarlet? No, it's just something about it. It's oh, just, yeah. Yeah. it's too OTT. Um, mm, no, I don't like that. But that is terrific model work where you've got the miniature of Scarlet falling down yes. towards, you know, the ground below. That is excellently done. Um, and, uh, yeah, the president is saved as the whole thing collapses. Watching it now, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, aren't there other buildings at the base? Yeah. yeah what about all the people below? A lot of tourists down there. What's that? What's that coming down from cars? <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, and and that's it. I mean, we we, we finish with uh, Cloud Base, where they find out that Captain Scarlet is coming back to life. I love his pajamas. Yes. Uh, at least they're not color coded. Um, I also love the fact that I would I would like to have seen this whole sequence because i'm presuming when he hit the ground he went splat they said it's so a fall did... from 800 feet don't they yeah 
I mean, he's he's reached terminal velocity. He's gonna he's gonna spread himself over a wide area. Do you think they mopped him up and it started to come? You know, like the thing or the Terminator <laughs> Two, it started to come back together. Starts to reassemble. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, do, if... I also love the fact that they they trust. It's like th- this guy is obviously now an alien. He's come back from the dead. And because he says, I don't remember anything, I'm still a good guy, they go, yep, yeah, fine. Yeah, they just fine. assume he, he's no longer yeah. under the influence of the Mysterons. Yeah, yeah. We never really get any upshot from that. They they could have done a couple of episodes, you know. I suppose they. it's, again, this problem of you want to, you want your episodes to be shown by ITV regions in any order. Yes. So, But it would have been nice to have a couple of episodes where Captain Scarlet has to prove himself. No one trusts him. They They basically spit on him. They think he's a traitor, and he has to prove himself. But it's like, nah, he's alright. Yeah, yeah. the The thing I always wonder about Captain Scarlet. This is a a, a misdrawn copy uh, of yes, the real yeah. Captain Scarlet. Do, will Captain Scarlet age? Is this like you know? I don't think so. No. Is this like an android body? Uh, he's never going. He's immortal now, isn't he? I think he's immortal. Yeah, he's indestructible and immortal because aging is just the body being damaged isn't it yes yeah it's it's the ends of your dna falling off basically um yeah so i I think he's now immortal you know they they could do another show where it's you know a thousand years later and he's still kicking about yeah 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 hmm yeah but they never go into that they never go into um too much in the way of his inner monologue what he thinks about it all yeah how has this affected him because mm. I mean, he's because he's not Captain Scarlet. He's not Paul Metcalf anymore. He is the Mistron agent, and he he never seems to suffer any PTSD or no. guilt over what he's done or any any sort of existential worries that he's now not himself. How mm. much of him is him? Could the Mistrons take him over again? Well, Captain... I suppose it's a lot to ask for kids' shoes. Yeah. Captain Black is more human than Captain yeah. Scarlet. Well, Captain, isn't yeah, he? Captain Black is human. Yes, yeah. yeah. All right, and that's uh, that's the uh, the story over. Um, yeah. So, yep, yeah, into behind get, yeah, the we, scenes. I can say we get, like you say, we get the the lovely Ronnie Hilton end credits. Oh, They're amazing! They are brilliant, brilliant. What do you know? What episode the um, the Spectrum? It's band. about halfway through. Yeah, it's about halfway through. It always shocks me when it comes, and you're waiting for the. They crash in. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. It's like, oh. I prefer... I, I, no, no, no. I, I, no, I prefer it this. I, 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 oh, I, no, I love I'm, 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 I'm going to end this uh, this episode with the Captain Scarlet closing yep. theme. But I'm... I, shall I put the music one on or I think, not? Yeah, I, I, well, it's up, it's up to you. I, lo- I like the, the music one. I like all of the Anderson. I like Marina. Yeah. Marina. Yeah, I, it's... There's something about them. It, it was released as a single, wasn't it? It the, was. By yeah. the, the British version of The Monkeys. Yes, know? yeah. The uh, Spectrum, yeah. The Spectrum, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. But that, that end artwork um, is just mesmerising. Yeah. Um, some of it, some of it I, I know it's on Facebook recently, some of it still exists, doesn't it? Yeah, and it went up for sale. Um, for sale, a, yeah. A, a few years ago. Yeah, no, no, beautiful, beautiful artwork. Yeah. I always wanted to see Captain Scarlet yeah. going up against the shark. Yeah, it's they're, they're saw much that more one. exciting than what we see. Really. Yeah, it's like in the annuals, yeah. isn't it? In the stories <laughs> yeah. in the annuals. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, behind the scenes, uh, we said right at the beginning, the very first vehicle we see, the MEV, the Martian Exploration Vehicle, you said, yes, it, th th this is a hangover from, is it Thunderbirds Ago? Thunderbirds Ago, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which everyone says, all right, they share the same universe then. Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet share the same universe. Um, yeah, it's the nose section of the Zero X, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I presume they just—I don't think they probably did it to tie it together. Although, um, uh, TV Twenty One was going at this point, so they might have been a nod to to try and tie it all together. I know um, Anderson fans are, are just notorious for wanting everything to tie together. Yes, but I don't think they were ever made that way. Do you remember in SIG there was a comic strip which tied yes, everything yeah. together? So you had Fireball XL5 landing at Marineville and, you know, um, you know, you had uh, the Spectrum captains were there as well and everything. All very entertaining and that, but... Yeah, uh, yeah it didn't, didn't quite pan out. I, it, it used to bemuse me as a kid because you'd get all the, the TV21 annuals and that and they would all try and tie together. And I, I was like, what? What's mm. going on? Um, mm. I don't mind. I, I don't mind they're all separate. No. Um, I mean, this is just logistical. They needed a vehicle. They to, yeah, they needed a model. To open the show. And, uh, yeah, they used the nose section, um, which was built by Master Models. They were the people who made the Zero X yeah. uh, for the film. It was converted to Captain Scarlet by having the lettering on the starboard side um, put on. In The font is called White Compactor, if anybody's interested. The bit that's set? yes, yeah. <laughs> the cockpit um, set was reused, but oh, right. wh what they did was they replaced the rear wall. Uh, the rings that were on the ceiling were removed. Um, the lighting on the control panels was changed, and the surfaces were repainted in a lighter grey. So that's how they did that. Okay. All right. It's been so long since I've seen Thunderbirds films. Right. Yeah, I haven't for ages. Um, the Mistrons, we never see the Mistrons, and, and no. I've got a quote from Jerry Anderson. Well, not a quote, um, but Jerry Anderson said that uh, at the time when they were um, prepping for Captain Scarlet, there was speculation as to whether there was life on Mars, and they thought that if they showed aliens on Mars and then found out that there was no life there, then that would kind of like spoil <laughs> the, the premise, you know? Really? So that, that's the bit they all... I, I I like the idea that they that that they were worried that during transmission of the show, the information yeah. might come out, you know, um, mm. and uh, yeah. So instead, they're described as, and this is a quote: "A force which we cannot see, but nevertheless a force with an extremely high intelligence level." Okay. Right. Now that was so. then yeah that was fleshed out by uh, Tony Barrick, who was the script editor. Uh, who wrote in the books and annuals. And uh, basically the premise, if you look at the annuals and the books, is that uh, the Mistrons in this story we talked about today, they weren't, um, they weren't living beings. They are sentient computers oh. uh, built by alien beings who, for some unknown reason, then left Mars. So the aliens created that city that we see and then left, leaving behind these computers. And that's who we so, hear talking. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. yep. We never see anything about that in the show, though, do we? No, 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 no. I mean, you know, in a later episode, they do go to the Martian complex, don't they? Um, yes. But no, we never find out 
any more than that. I, I was hoping we would eventually meet him, and he was a, a guy called Mr. Ron. <laughs> Mr. Ron. Yeah, no, I've never yeah. thought of that. Okay. All right. Uh, the quote, the actual description in the uh, show Bible before they started production uh, of the um, of the Mistron City, the uh, interior. It says the interior appears to have no boundaries. Dividing walls are made of modern translucent materials and are placed at different angles. Through them, we get the impression of other compartments and through their diffusion, are able to see pulsating lights in the distance. Glass columns oscillate with white light. In unlit alcoves, mysterious light patterns dance on frameless screens. In one area, a circular hole in the translucent floor reveals a pool of silver liquid. As it bubbles, a thin white mist is exuded. A brightly illuminated glass rod occasionally plunges from above into the pool and as it makes it contact, it lights up to a high intensity and emanates a screeching oscillation. No mention of a ball pool in there at all. No, no. Should have been. I think that was on the, the second page and the staple came out. Mm, yeah. And, um, you know, that's the description that was given to Bob Bell, you know, the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the, the show's supervising art director. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a former um, Pinewood Studios mat artist, and he had worked on every Jerry Anderson show from Torchy the Battery Boy upwards. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, do, do you know where he developed a talent for set design? No Bob idea. Bell. It was during the Second World War, where, where, where he was staging plays while incarcerated in prisoner of war camps. Right. Yes. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, just so, thought. So indirectly, do we have to thank Hitler for Captain Scarlet? Yes, yes, yep. Um, and then yes, specific to the um, uh, um, effects that we've seen today, um, Mike Trim, another legend from the Derek yeah. Meddings stable, um, he designed an awful lot of Captain Scarlet's uh, craft and vehicles, and uh, he uh, designed the MSV. Uh, the SPC, the spas, uh, the Spectrum Passenger. <laughs> I almost said something wrong then. Spectrum Passenger Jet and the helicopter. Mike Trim designed all of those, and he also designed in this story the Maximum Security Building and the London Car View. Well, hmm. I love I love in this era that it's all like wood carving and there's there's not a lot of um, the the on the vehicles there's not a lot of kit bashing no um and i, I like that um it gives everything a clean designed sort of uh aspect to it yes yeah, yeah. great designs all right and and with that we're pretty much done we've just got to vote on it now yeah. um so um all the effects that we've seen in this show today uh out of 10 ian what do you reckon um I think, for me, I'm, I'm going to give it a 9.5. 9.5, yeah. okay. Well, I, I'll give it an 8.5. Yeah. Um, it exactly would have been a 9. Face. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. So so that's a 9 out of 10, all yeah. right? I think because we, we always, we're always looking at, like you say, it's effectively speaking, so how effective it is. And like I say, I don't, I don't think much in this is realistic to thinking it's, actually happening in its full size and things like that but everything is effective so yes it's a wonderful yeah. 25 30 minutes of um of almost 
total special effects. It's yeah. great. They, yeah. they couldn't do it now. No. No. Well, they've they, 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 they brought Captain Scarlet back, but it's all CGI yeah. now, isn't it's it? Just, you know? Yeah, it's got no charm whatsoever. I've got no interest in it, you no. know? I, I mean... I think... Yeah, I don't even think Anderson could do it later on because, like, Terror Hawks and especially, like, Dick Spanner. I, I, these craftsmen have moved on, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Sadly, in some cases, permanently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think they could do a show like this now. It wouldn't... You couldn't do it cost-effectively. No, like you say, the craftsmen have gone, the designers have gone, yeah. and also the appeal, and, you know, we can say this about all of the, the, our um, favourite Jerry Anderson shows, we watch them... And and we are back. We are that little child watching yeah, there, it. There's you know? a huge nostalgia value mm. um, to this, but also, I mean, it also technically is is just brilliant. You know, if you if you took out all the nostalgia and just looked at it on the technical aspect, it's brilliant. But when you add that nostalgia value, these were real people to us, weren't they? Mm, yeah. Certainly, when I was a kid, I never thought of Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet and that as puppets. No. I wanted to you be just, Captain yeah, Scarlet. Yeah. Um, you, you, yeah, you just wanted to be Cary Grant, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you you totally bought into this. And like I say, and it, the average public bought into it. Can you, it's just really weird now if you said like a top rated show that's watched by almost most of the population, adults and children, like, and it's a puppet show. Mm. See... It, yeah, it's so it's such a weird idea. Well, this is why I think I, when they were at a, 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 an age that I thought they would get it, I yeah. decided in turn with all three of our children to introduce them to Force the Gary Anderson show. I mean, introduced yeah. them. Yeah, and uh, they they didn't get it. They didn't. Mm. They found it all freakish. They found yeah. it odd and strange and unsettling. Um, and it's because they. They've never seen puppet shows. We grew no, up with puppet grew, shows, yeah, you know, we, Andy yeah. Pandy, P- well, we, Pinky and Perky. We were pretty much taught by puppets, weren't we? Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> most of our learning was through puppets of one sort or another. I mean, yeah. Um, um, just you, accepted it. Your children's it? shows. You watched any variety show, Sunday Night at the London Palladium. Yeah. There was always a uh, a puppet act, yeah, wasn't there? Yeah, there was always event Punch yeah, and Judy yeah. down at the seaside. Yeah. You know, it permeated our lives. We, we and, learned we learnt our moral values through Rainbow. Yes. <laughs> yes, Pipkins. Can we just... Pipkins, uh, we, yeah. we haven't mentioned Partly Pipkins hair, in a while, you and me. favourite yeah. puppet ever. Well, he's yeah. a role model for you. He is, he is. I base my life on Partly <laughs> Hair. Yes. All right. Okay, well, that's us done. Um, um, yes, taking a long time to get round to uh, Captain Scarlet, but uh, um, you and I are going to be talking more episode. Captain Scarlet later in the year. But uh, We are, yes. We'll and just uh, other things. Yes, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. All right. Yes. But, yeah, listen out for an exciting announcement later in the year, folks, okay? All right. Okay. Thanks, then, Ian. No problem. Um, yeah, Spectrum is green in this case. S-I-G, yes. See you then. Thanks, Ed. Right, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Captain Scarlet, he's the one who knows the Mr. on game and things they plan. Captain Scarlet, to his Martian foes, a dangerous name, a Superman. They crash him. His body may burn. They smell.
Let's go. 